This is a HeadGum Podcast. All right, I am recording. Uh, do you want to clap it in and then we can chat? Yeah, let, let me um, let me make a folder for this real quick. Oh. We can do a little folder talk. I would love, I would love some of that good folder talk. <laughs> it's been so long since I talked shop, Nathan. <laughs> uh, I love a little shop talk. I love, I love a good talk at a shop, about a shop. I love um, getting under the hood. <laughs> if I see a car, I say, show me its guts. Show me, show me that thing's inner workings. Let me show- make sure it's not a creature. Le- <laughs> let me, let me make sure that's not a creature disguised as a machine. Let me make sure that's not creature from the hit film Monster Trucks. <laughs> Let me let me make sure it's not one of those. Let me make sure it's not a shape changer. Let me make sure it's not a changeling. Let me make sure it's not some sort of alien life form that changes into cars. Is that what happens in the movie Monster Trucks? I must confess, I did not see the movie Monster Trucks. I, Caldwell, I thought you just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's a real film. <laughs> Here's the best part about this film, Nathan, that I have not seen. Okay. The advertising for it made it look like an animated movie. Oh. It's not. It's a live action movie, but there's an animated creature living inside one of the monster trucks. Wait, is this a recent movie? Uh, yeah, this year. This year. And this so year. It's, it's like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit style animated thing with a, with live action I think components? that's pretty high praise. A little too much of a high praise comparison that you're leaping uh lopping onto this film uh, a, a space jam then closer to a space jam but it's more <laughs> so it's all live action it's it's kind of a reverse space jam it's all live action but there's uh one animated element okay so it's like the part in space jam where bugs bunny and daffy duck have to go get michael jordan's uh underwear from it's his almost home. exactly like that because the whole film is underwear level it it, it is an <laughs> It is the underwear of film. Is the monster truck creature getting into trucks and taking over trucks because it is also on a quest for Michael Jordan's underwear? Uh, I think it's on a similar quest, but not for underwear. Again, I haven't seen the film. I'm only extrapolating this from uh, billboards and very brief clips I've seen. Because you, so you're out in Hollywood. Uh, I, I guess you're getting the hot, the hot billboards for the hot flicks out there. Everyone's very proud of themselves out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's the, the the main difference between Hollywood and the rest of the world is we're just so proud of ourselves for all we do. <laughs> so that's if you make great. a movie about a monster that lives inside a truck and you call it monster trucks, <laughs> you're just so goddamn proud of the good work you did. <laughs> Los Angelinos have such high self-esteem. Is exactly. What yeah, that's good. You should feel good about what you do. Whether it's animating a, an alien that that's a monster that lives inside a truck, or um, the film Tammy. Uh huh. I never. <laughs> when I was when I was out the last time I was out in L.A., there were uh, a lot of billboards for the movie Tammy. Tammy Fever was was sweeping the coast. They don't call it the best coast for nothing, Nathan. Because we get, you know, I get, I see ads for things on uh, subway posters. You mostly see ads for storage in New York. There's storage ads. There's also a lot of ads for the show Bosch. (laughs) Nathan, I'm so glad we can finally talk about (laughs) Bosch. 
the Bosch button has been pressed. <laughs> oh, oh my Bosch. Let's get down to Bosch tax, let's, Nathan. Let's get down to Bosch tax. Oh. I hope to God I never see an episode of Bosch so that I can keep making fun of it. Because if I found out that Bosch was actually a good show, yeah. I would be fucking crushed. <laughs> I just want I want it to be just just decent. I want it yeah. to be I want it to be mentalist level quality. I, I think to me, I think it's the new bones. Okay. Bosch is the new bones. Did we talk about this before? Bosch is the new bones because they both start with B O. We have not discussed it, but it sounds like it's in the realm of things we would have discussed. Okay. Definitely within our conversational repertoire. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's explore it. Okay. Is this going to be another one of those episodes where we don't introduce the show? Uh, it could. I mean... Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation... <laughs> to make art about a conversation. I'm Caldwell. I'm Nathan. <laughs> and now the theme song. O- okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> What should we drop? Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, we Hi. got the intro out of the way, um, which gives us just more time to talk about Bosch. I feel so relaxed now that I don't have to worry about doing the intro. We just did it. It's like when you jump in to the cold water. Yeah. And then it and then it feels just, just nice and warm. We've taken a polar bear plunge into this episode. Yeah, that's what we did. And and now we're just we're we're on one of our famous uh Bosch walks. <laughs> a Bosch, a Bosch swim, a, a Bosch and talk, if you will. A bo- <laughs> have have some nosh, talk some Bosch. <laughs> That's every Tuesday night in my house is a, a Bosch and nosh. Bosch and nosh, and then and then we have a wash afterwards. You got to, you have to, because you're so sweaty from all the the anxiety and tension that a good episode of Bosch brings out of you. <laughs> The good thing about Bosch is that no episode is a wash. The only it's wash t- is you wiping the sweat from your forehead. <laughs> I wish, again, I think it might not be a bad show. I think it's just like... No, it's a funny word. It's, it's a, it's very a funny lot word. of consonants in a row. It's a funny word, and the ads present themselves in such a way that it's like, oh, yeah, Bosch is back. <laughs> yeah, you guys know what this is. Yeah. It, this is so a thing. This is, we've established ourselves already. Bosch. Yeah, Bosch. <laughs> well, to be fair, it is based on, I think, a series of books. So there's definitely an audience. There's definitely a, um, yeah. uh, what would they be called? Um, um, Boschanovas, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, Boshaholics. I think we, Bosh- we got options. Bosh. I I can't claim this joke. This has been made on Twitter thousands of times, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Bosh babies. Bosh babies. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Bosh spice. Uh, that it was a joke that's been made on Twitter hundreds of times because I would have done it. <laughs> I would have done it, Caldwell. Well, that's that's the beauty of this uh, program, Nathan. Is that. I literally cannot check the internet because number one, my microphone is in the way and I can't use my keyboard without making a ton of noise. Mm-hmm. And number two, um, if I use my phone, it makes a weird crackling noise because it interferes with my microphone. Right. So we're just, uh, we're analog. Yeah, we're analog. We're, we're babes in the wood. I mean, we, we are using the internet 
to communicate with one another. But that sure. that's neither here nor there. It's more about the clicky clack of my keyboard. I don't want that clicky clack. We can't click or clack. No. Not today. Not not on this not on this day. This day of Bosch. Not in this most sacred hour. Nathan, you know what we can do? Oh, what can we do? We can uh read emails from our, okay. our listeners. We're done uh, we're done with Bosch for now. We're we're putting Bosch we're putting Bosch away. <laughs> but but Bosch will return. Uh nobody puts Bosch in a corner for long. But we gotta we gotta focus on our, our good good listeners, Nathan. They've sent us yeah. some wonderful suggestions for what we should draw, and I want to give them I want to give them their due. Is that all right? That's that sounds great. All right. Well th- this first one comes to us from Hmm. Who does it come from? Hold on. Okay. This first one comes to us. I gotta find it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Okay. This first one comes to us from Brianna, and it's a it's a picture, which I felt like would be a good one to start off on. So to, yeah. to get the get our juices flowing. Pictures pictures are good to get our Bosch's bubbling. To get our <laughs> get our Bosch. We're just just replace any word with Bosch. It doesn't have to sound like Bosch. I hope that on the show they do that. It's like they're Smurf. <laughs> it's like they're <a> Smurf. <laughs> you gotta be boshing, kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> when when Bosch cracks a case, they they say something like, "Oh, you sure didn't bosh this one," <laughs> or "boshed again." Or "Bosh darn it!" That one makes the most sense. Bosh, Bosh darn it is good. Yeah. Uh, you gotta be boshing, kidding me. It's stuff yeah. like that. It's great. It's it's a it's a great because the the show it is for dads, uh, and dads don't like too much swearing. No, they like to be angry enough to swear, but they like right. showing the restraint to not swear. They don't mind a little French as long as it is pardoned. That is, <laughs> as long as it's enough to pardon. Exactly. That's the dad code. But anyway, uh, back to Brianna's email. Brianna okay. sent us just a picture. Um, mm-hmm. And the the subject says, seen at Syracuse University. Never been, but sounds like a lovely place. Yeah, go orange men. (laughs) It's the only orange men I like. Um, (laughs) So in the distance of this, we see a uh, a house. Mm -hmm. Um, It it was taken across the road. So uh, Brianna wisely did not get too close to the house in picture. She didn't breach the perimeter. No, um, they they didn't. They they kept their distance, which is I think is, is a good... A good way to, to do this, a good way to handle this situation, because on the house, there's a, sim- a simple sign, and it's, it's almost hard to make out because there's a tree in the way, but on the house is a sign that says, House of Daniels, <laughs> which is, if you're not, hey guys, if you're not a fan of Bosch on Amazon, uh, check out House of Daniels. Check out House of Daniels. <laughs> Don Cheadle <laughs> made a... <laughs> Made a strange pivot away from House of Lies. <laughs> I only want to be in shows that have house in the title from now on. I'm changing my name to Daniel Cheadle. <laughs> Daniel Craig is also there. Daniel Stern, you better believe he's the kooky grandpa character on House of Daniels. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, of course. Fuck, one of the titular Daniels. Yes. One of, one of the primary Daniels. They're all there. I think. It, thank you, Brianna. That's it's so good. It's so good. I, I don't, don't know what it is. Is it an inside joke on campus or like? 
What? I don't know, because like a lot of times on a college campus, I've seen houses like this before. This is like clearly a some sort of fraternal lodge. I don't know if it's actually a fraternity or if it's just some sort of group home for like if you're in like a club that gets their own house on campus or something like that. An eating society. Yeah, it looks like a like a frat house, but mm-hmm. they, it's got like the college font. Yeah, for House of Daniels, they just they usually spring for a, a Greek letter, not just a. A regular boy's name. There's two two possible solutions here. Okay. Number one, this is a Daniels only fraternity. Sure. Number two, the fraternity by happenstance has a lot of Daniels in it, so they had this sign made up as a goof. There's some oh, there's some like rule in the charter of that mm-hmm. fraternity that if you have a, a certain majority of votes, any you can change the name of the fraternity. And there were enough Daniels. Enough Daniels were admitted. <laughs> Someone wasn't keeping a close enough eye on the Daniel ticker right. for, for this house. And one of those Daniels brought a motion before the house. And uh, and it passed. They had to, Sig Epp had to officially change their <laughs> their name to House of Daniels. What, who are you thinking about rushing? Um, I, Sig New seems cool. Uh, Alpha Kappa is is got some cool, good stuff going on, uh, but I don't know. House of Daniel seems like they've just got it all. Uh, my name is Morton, which will be a problem. But I yeah, think that's, that that's the problem. Now that they're House of Daniels, they need to make sure they always maintain a supermajority of uh, of Daniels in the house. Right, but like they they do not want to get criticized for uh, being not diverse. I think. Right. Uh, they're they're very conscious about that. So they they might have a Morton or two. Uh, one or two Mortons, sure. There's uh, another possibility here. And Nathan, okay. I'm realizing this must have come to us after we did the episode where we talked about uh, reaching critical Steve. Do you, do you right. r- recall this conversation? Yeah, yeah. How many Nathans is too many was the it, uh, original question. I can't remember if this came to us after or before that episode. No, I think it was in response to that episode. Okay, good. But it... it it came after it, you know. I don't want to pretend to know what what's going on in uh, in Brianna's life, right? But the timing implies that she listened to the episode, but it may have just been fortuitous. It could be fortuitous. It could be serendipitous. Uh, either way, those are two great words that I'm very proud we know. I'm glad we said some good, some big words on, yeah. up top, so we can get we got that out of the way too. We're getting right. all the stuff out of the way, yeah, for the show. <laughs> we got it. I mean, you got to get your Bosch. <laughs> You gotta have a little Bosch. You gotta have a little Bosch. Everybody needs a little Bosch. Everybody needs a little Bosch. That's all I'm saying, um, Nathan. But I do, I do have a third, a third possibility I'd like to present. Okay, it's a restaurant. Oh, you've got International House of Pancakes. Oh no, like the like like a Twilight Zone, like How to Serve Man. Oh n- no. I was thinking, I, I like that, by the Caldwell, way. Caldwell, the, the International House of Pancakes, it, yeah. it's not a restaurant for pancakes. It's a restaurant for where you eat pancakes. That's a very good point. Holy shit. It would be weird if the pancakes were serving you food. Yes. Which is, the, that was the world I was creating. Okay. Was that it's only Daniel serve you. I'm just saying the precedent... The precedent has been set right. by the House of Pan. It's that exact same wording. Shit, you're right. House of Daniels. I mean, they maybe... Let's do, wait, okay, so yours, yours is, it's just a bunch of Daniels, everyone working there is named Daniel? Yeah, it's like- You need to be Daniel to get a job? I No, I think that when you go there, you're like an honorary Daniel. Okay. 
is they give you like a bib or a hat or something that says Daniel on it. And it's like, welcome to House of Daniels, where everyone's Daniel. <laughs> and then they've got... When, when, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to House of Daniels. When you're here, you're Daniel. <laughs> welcome to the Daniel Garden. And they got pictures of famous Daniels on the wall, like Daniel Boone and Daniel Lynn, who I believe directed one or two of the Fast and the Furious movies. Sure, why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think I think he got one in there. Uh, his upcoming movie is the Lego Ninjago movie, so uh, get get pumped for that. Oh, he did the Sherlock Holmes films and Lego Batman movie. Hell yeah, Daniel Lin. Yeah, Daniel Lin, you did it. He's a producer. He's a producer, I'm sorry. Yeah. Still, though. Get your name on stuff. Nice work. Go out there, front the money for the thing, put your name on it, you did it. Daniel Lin is for sure on the wall at House of Daniels. Hell yeah. Daniel Lynn, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Goddamn. We said some other Daniels up top. Uh, God so Dan. Th- those guys. <laughs> God Dan. <laughs> oh my bosh and God Dan. <laughs> hey, maybe that's an idea for a drawing since we haven't had any of those yet. It's just other things you can say instead of cursing. Other things you can say instead of cursing, yeah. If you're a dad and you've got young kids around and you're too busy to watch Bosch <laughs> so you gotta like vince your frustration so you're like oh my Bosch or yeah or God Daniel <laughs> anyway Nathan I don't we, we have a lot of ideas around what the house of Daniels is but mm-hmm. I don't know if any any of those have led us to a drawing suggestion, unfortunately. Yeah. That's okay though, because we're we're rich in ideas this week. Rich mm-hmm. in suggestions rather. Suggestion rich. Speaking of becoming rich. Mm-hmm. Would you like to become rich with knowledge? Oh, gosh, I would, yeah. Because this suggestion from Kate isn't a suggestion at all. Oh. It's our first official entry into our new segment, Befuddle the Duddles. Befuddle the Duddles! We brought it Which, back! We brought it back. We brought it back once. <laughs> now it's a segment. We're not very good at bringing back segments. <laughs> But we did it once. We come up with a new segment on almost every show. Uh huh. <laughs> so it's hard to remember which ones are supposed to be recurring. I mean, which is to be fair, if you, if y'all, our audience, want to see or hear a segment repeated, just send us an email about it, and chances are good. Yeah. We check that. We check that inbox. It makes us feel good that we did something that you remembered. Nathan, this is a long one, so I, I'll read the the. First part, and then okay. uh, you can read the the little factoid at the bottom. Okay, hold on. Then I need to pull it up. Okay, sorry. <laughs> While you're doing that, I will mention I cannot quite recall whether Befuddle the Duddles is a segment where people try to teach us facts or whether it's a segment where people send us emails that may or may not be true, and the whole point is that we're too stupid to know. Either I way- think, I think it's both. Okay. Cool. I think I think what the the second one was added as an addendum to the first mm-hmm. one when we realized that we had no way or interest uh, in fact checking the emails we get. We we just know so little. Yeah, and um, if you sound like you know what you're talking about, that's a skill. It's kind of like uh, true or false, mm-hmm. uh, like a game of true or false. You know the right. popular game true or false. You know that you know that parlor game true or false. <laughs> you and you and your country club friends gather around in the parlor and you play mm-hmm. a, a round or two of true or false where everybody right uh gives a uh a ted talk-esque speech 
Yes. And uh, at the end, everyone goes around and says uh, whether they thought it was true or false. And then the person that loses is branded the Lying Daniel. Yeah. And they do um, get branded with a with a catalog. Uh, you actually prime. get branded. Yeah. Brand- branding iron. Yeah. Listen, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of barbaric. It's a boys club. It's a Daniels club. But that's it's a just, Daniels club. That's just how it is. Can I read the email? Yeah. All right. It goes as such. Hi, draw boys. My name is Kate, and I come from Arkansas, or Arkansas. I said both, <gasps> because guess what? Most people don't know a lot about that state, so here's a fun fact. Once upon a time, there were two U.S. senators from Arkansas, and they disagreed strongly on how the state's name should be pronounced. The disagreement reached such a point that the vice president, Millard Fillmore, had to call one man the gentleman from Arkansas and the other man the gentleman from Arkansas when recognizing them in the Senate. Finally, in 1881, the state made Arkansas the official pronunciation, and later a law made it technically illegal, or at least discouraged, to mispronounce Arkansas in Arkansas. Now that you guys know some stuff, I was wondering if you could help me. Uh, and Nathan, this is where I would ask you to take over because my voice is your, your is voice is given out. I got you. Yeah. Okay, there are some towns in Arkansas that have really wacky names, like Toad Suck. Bee Branch, Bald Knob, and <laughs> Possum Grape. I was wondering, how and why does this... Oh, dang it. Let me try that one more time. Okay, you got it. You got this. I was wondering, how and why does a town get a name like that? All the best, Kate. Kate, thanks so much. These are. This is a, a fantastic email from, from top to bottom, I'd say. For, from top to bottom, left to right, front ways, back ways... Yeah, I, I've loaded this email up. N- not a lot of people do this. I've loaded this email in CAD, mm-hmm. which is a 3D rendering program. Yeah. Primarily used by architects. Yeah, I've never seen a 3D rendered email. How's it look? <laughs> it's looking great. <laughs> it's, it looks just stellar. I'm checking the drag resistance on it. Oh. Zero. None. Oh, you just uh, you just shared it with me, and uh, yeah. wow, the 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 lighting on that it looks I know. it looks great. Really, uh, really fully formed. Nathan, look at the atrium on this email. Are those buttresses? Those are, are those, buttresses. Are those buttresses in the in the atrium? They're flying. <laughs> this is such a foundationally fantastic email. Um, I don't want to I don't want to waste another second on our dumb goofs. I want to get into it. Okay, so. This story is great because uh-huh. I love that politics have always been so stupid and petty. <laughs> it is a good reminder of the pettiness that, I mean, our country is kind of founded on pettiness in a lot of ways. It's great. It's like people got into dumb fights about dumb shit forever. Yeah. Remember when like the majority of people that came to this country were like, I love God, but different. <laughs> I can't be here anymore because I like God, but in a way that's not quite the way that you enjoy the big, the big man. I got different. I got a different style and I have to get on a a different style. It's not even, yeah, it's not even a different God. I just, I, I think that my way of worshiping him is better. Yeah. Just my, my God groove is a little different than yours. And I hate the way that you worship the sweet Lord above so much that I'm going to get on a boat for two months. (laughs) For two months and maybe die. I, I know that I'm oversimplifying and that persecution was involved for yeah. some of the sects that came here. But like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, we're supposed to be ima- imaginationers here. Yeah, here it's on, part uh, of our... we draw. 
It's part of our responsibility. But in fact, we're just Duddles, Nathan. We, um, well, in this section, we are Duddles. I mean, there's a drawing in there, right? In like, what? In just a uh, fun fact, politics has always been stupid. Yes, absolutely. Just a fun reminder, yeah, that politics has always been dumb at, at every turn. Yeah, it's always over minutia and things like that. I guess my my fascination with this suggestion comes from the the Arkansas town names. Oh yeah, that's fun. You're you're also from uh, from the South. Did you have any town names like Toad Suck? No, you in, know it seems like in Tennessee we didn't have any crazy ones. In Tennessee, I feel like it's mostly just they did that boring thing that a lot of the South does, where they just named it after places in in Greece and Italy. Mm. So we got a lot of like Spartas. In like Nashville itself is called the Athens of the South, just that sort of thing. Um, but these are these are top tier, mm-hmm. like Toad Suck, Bee Branch, Bald Knob, Possum Grape. Possum Grape is that is that like that just sounds like like a bad slang for a for a testicle, a possum grape. <laughs> you know what it sounds like? It sounds like slang for the the testicle that hangs lower. Yeah, it's like oh, it looks like you got yourself a possum grape there, Jed. <laughs> Dang, nicked my possum grape. <laughs> I was playing fetch with my son, threw the baseball too low. Dang, dear, nip my possum grape. <laughs> hey, Drawfy boys, here's this here's a befuddle the duddle. Did you know that the reason your possum grape hangs lower than uh, than your mouse ball is because of that they don't chafe when you walk up and down the streets? <laughs> your mouse ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i don't I, I was i was suggesting that we come up with names for other towns but mm-hmm. i don't think i can top possum grape i don't i i really don't let me well let's try okay okay um i always gotta try um we weasel melon weasel melon is is very good uh what about um stoat Berry. <laughs> what about a stoat berry? What about a stoat berry? What about it? These do all sound like places where a very shitty version of Andy Griffith takes place. <laughs> yeah. Where like some sort of dark Andy Griffith saga is underway. Yeah, it's just everybody I What what happens in Andy Griffith? They've got a they there's a guy who whistles and it's black and white. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, Nathan, uh, Andy Griffith is a, a show. Grayscale. It's about um, a, a sheriff of a town. Mm-hmm. And there's a man who's whistling who is uh, slowly murdering everyone in the town. Right. Okay. And Andy, Andy, the sheriff, is haunted by the whistler. Okay. Uh, the whistle killer, as they're known. That sounds uh, That sounds rad, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying this, and I started it off as a joke, but like, here's the, here's the deal. Here's mm-hmm. the straight up. Mm-hmm. Here's the hard cut. Give it to me. If you can reboot Riverdale, you can reboot Andy Griffith and make it, you can make it a show about a hard-boiled detective who is being pursued by a serial killer who killed both, both his wife and his beautiful son. Wow. Who, of course, uh, grew up to be Richard Cunningham on Happy Days and also a very famous, talented director. Uh, and narrator for Arrested Development, and I'm definitely not stalling because I can't remember his name. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Thank Ron you. Ron Weasley. 
You know what, Caldwell? I think that might have been the original pitch for True Detective. Oh yeah, you're right. Just they were just trying to do a gritty reboot of uh, of Andy Griffith. Of Andy Griffith. Andy Gr- I was gonna say Warhol, and I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> we know so little, Nathan. We, we I have a passing knowledge of just names of things. And they just get all mixed up in there, and nothing is attached, and, uh... It's like when Professor X goes into Cerebro, and he can find anyone. It'd be like (laughs) if you put on the Cerebro helmet, and everyone kind of looks like someone you knew in high school. (laughs) It's just a bunch of Collins. It's it's guys you kind of knew in high school, and then, like, actors that that play... That one henchman in the one movie, but then they've got mm-hmm. a speaking role in a different movie, <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck, where's that guy from? <laughs> Fuck, who's that? Who's Fuck, that guy? Who's that? He was on Scrubs. He was on Scrubs, but I didn't recognize him because he's like, that's like a funny show, and this is a serious movie. But it's definitely the guy from Scrubs, right? Or <laughs> does he just look like the guy from Scrubs? Fuck. I really love the idea of a Cerebro for other things. Cerebro for other things is very fun. That is the thing. I think Cerebro is essentially just a, it's just Facebook, but much cooler. <laughs> it's it's Facebook, but a whole room. You got to be in a whole <laughs> big room and you got to put on a fun hat. I mean, like. It's the fun Facebook hat. To be real, though, Facebook wants that. Did you see that press conference they did? I didn't see it, but I heard about people reacting to it via Facebook statuses. And if that isn't the snake eating its own tail, I don't know what is. <laughs> well, now I'm just picturing a snake eating its own tail and being like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> How long have I been going? Mm, it's just so tasty. <laughs> I keep growing. I need energy. <laughs> what? All right. Well, shit. Hold on. We're, we're going a mile a minute here, but what's a situation where a snake would actually eat its own tail? And how is that also an Ouroboros situation? Because I think that's a very funny idea for a comic. Because it's like, how bashful would that snake be? <laughs> it's, it's, it starts off, as a, starts off as a nervous tick. He's just like, yeah, because because they don't they don't have fingernails to bite. So he just starts nibbling on his tail and then he mm-hmm. forgets what he's doing and just starts going. Nom, 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 or maybe nom, it's nom, like nom, two nom, people nom, having a conversation or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a they, they, they make a reference to it like, oh, man, the snake's really eating its own tail or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just kind of talking maybe about the cyclical nature of history or something grandiose like that. Right. And the person's like, wait, really? I don't think that's what that situation is about at all. And then the other person's like, no, 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 that snake is literally eating its own tail. (laughs) And you pan down and the snake's like, I can't help it. I taste so good. (laughs) Someone spilled ranch dressing on me. (laughs) Guilty. <laughs> what do you want me to do about it? I don't have arms. I can't wipe it off. You just I mean, you're going to have to infer that tone of voice based on how we draw the snake, but I think uh, that if you draw I, the snake with like kind of a very chubby cheek, mhm, they think you could get it across. <laughs> I can't uh, help it. I just I'm so delicious. <laughs> yum yum yum. I, I think we would need to come up with the the framework uh, off mic 
but yeah. I do like the idea of a literal snake eating its literal tail. That's I'm I'm putting that one putting that one <laughs> is as a one that we have here. Well, Nathan, let's um I yeah. think we should go we should put on our cerebro helmets and okay. enter and enter the mind meld so that we can further discuss exactly why the snake would be eating its own tail. Okay. But That's in the meantime, idea. let's take a little break uh so we can hear from our sponsors and just recuperate. How does that sound? A snake break. A little snake break and let, let we'll, we'll, we're going to go tosh back some boshes. Uh one or two. <laughs> tosh back some boshes. Uh, and then we'll be back for part two of this uh, this wonderful program. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. I sure am. Me too. The only problem, Nathan, with recording mm-hmm. this show, what is that I usually do it uh, right before dinner time. Mm. So I, mm-hmm. I come home from work and then I record the show. I get a little uh, little Nathan FaceTime, which I, I greatly relish. But the only problem is that it prevents me from eating dinner. So yeah. I'm very hungry. Your stomach uh, has a face on it. It's doing yeah. that thing where it gets a face on it and says, feed me. Yeah, it's my favorite Stephen King novel, My Stomach Has a Face. <laughs> uh, well, Carla, what, what a, what's one supposed to do? About eating. Well, Nathan, from <laughs> this point on, we've been talking about Bosch. Yeah. And now it's time to talk about Nosh with Blue Apron. It's a joke we used in the episode already, but it's it's fine because this is the ad. And it's Doesn't count. We can use it again. It's a different section. It's a different mind space. Maybe you forgot. Nathan, um, in the comedy business, that's called a callback. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's when you make a joke twice. It's a callback. It's funnier. Well, you we, you wait a little bit in between the first time you make it, second time. Now it's a mm-hmm. callback. You were being clever. You remembered a thing. All right, and and here's the thing: it's my own little stank on it. When you mm-hmm. make when you make the joke again, but you don't change the joke at all, I call that a called back. Because it's worse. We should talk about Blue Apron. I would love to talk about Blue Apron. Nathan, (laughs) did you know it's the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country? I did know that, Caldwell, but if I hadn't known that, I would have been like, what? That's good, because that's probably what all of our listeners at home are thinking, because this is the first time they've ever heard of Blue Apron ad. never even said it once. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and here's how they're doing that. If you sign up for Blue Apron... You're going to get a box Mm -hmm. inside that box. Number one, the box is going to be cooled by some incredible portable cooling technology. Future tech. That you can recycle. Number two, inside that box is going to be ingredients. Mm -hmm. How much ingredients? The perfect amount of ingredients. Just just right amount of ingredients. Mm -hmm. And not just ingredients, though. Not just ingredients. Fresh ingredients. Recipes. Oh, and they're also fresh ingredients, but also... You get recipes. Yeah, this box has got a lot of shit in it. It's a treasure trove. It's a treasure trove of food and experience waiting to happen. Imagine you're playing a video game and you mm-hmm. you stumble upon a treasure chest. Yeah. And inside that treasure chest... Like that. That music plays. Yeah. In a treasure chest, you find some rupees, a hookshot. Boring. Imagine if you found... Uh, I don't know, spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza with olives, bell peppers, and ricotta salata. Salata. Ricotta salata. Ricotta salata. That's a lot of salata. That's a lot of salata. In the biz. Oh. 
<laughs> Imagine that. Imagine finding that in a treasure chest. But even what better, are... you get to assemble it yourself. So you get the satisfaction of making your own hook shot to keep the metaphor alive. Yeah, it's like you open up that treasure chest and uh, instead of finding the weapon you, you needed, you find mm-hmm. all of the materials... And the crafting recipe, and then you bring that back to the old uh, the old forge in town, mm-hmm. and uh, you get to craft it. You get to you get to name it yourself. You get to put you know customize the color scheme a little bit on there, and right. then you get a little bit of experience points from having made it. And you know it's it's more satisfying than if you had just gotten the sword right in there. Yeah, you're talking, of course, about Blue Apron's sister business, Blue Anvil, uh, which yes, they they do not sponsor us, but if they ever wanted to, it'd be very into that. They send you um, a bunch of lumps of iron ingot, yeah, and then you can craft that into various weapons. Yeah, well, so if you want, you can you can sign up for their for their forgers package, and then they'll just send you the ore, and you have to smelt the ingots yourself. And then... Yeah, I mean, they, they assume that you have uh, a certain amount of forging technology at your disposal. Right. Tongs. If you, if you only have the anvil, then uh, then they'll send you the ingots. But if you've got an anvil and a forge, you can, uh, you can get the ore straight from the mines. It's a great service, but an even better service is Blue Apron. I do <laughs> yes. want to talk... I do want to talk about a, a few more of the meals that are coming up, just to give you a, a sample of the kind of cool things you can get with this service. Caldwell, can I can I say one? Would you please? Parmesan crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli. There's such a poetry to the way they lay out these these menus. Caldwell, I love a crust. I love a creamy fettuccine. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's they. There's there. These are good words. These are good things to combine. These words taste good in my mouth, much like the food does. Uh, just to fully like lay it down for you, the way the Blue Apron works is you get all of the ingredients, you get the recipe card, and then you get to make it yourself. And they always send you just the right amount of ingredients. They always mm-hmm. send you incredibly fresh ingredients. Yeah. Nathan and I have both used the servers before. It's very fun. I don't really like cooking, but when I kind of know exactly what I'm doing and I'm, when I'm making something that I would not normally be able to make myself just because the ingredients are either rare or I don't want to buy just one of the thing. Right. Yeah, you don't. You, you look up a fun-sounding uh, recipe online and you're like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to go out and buy a tub of, of turmeric just, just for one recipe. Exactly. Blue Apron's just going to send you a pinch. Pinch of just that stuff. Just a pinch. Just the right amount. You throw it in there. Oh, it's so good. It's so fun. You're, ma- you're making stuff that you would never think to make. And then it's like, fuck, I made this. <laughs> Blue Apron. Fuck, I made this. Fuck, I made this. But like, good fuck. Bosh, I made this. <laughs> Nathan. Yeah. It's also yes. affordable, which is nice. For less mm-hmm. than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron wow. delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Again, we've talked about the variety. It's also easy. Um, and it's got a freshness guarantee that wow. promises that every ingredient in there uh, will be ready to cook. Either that or they'll make it right. Yeah, they'll make I, it right for you. I love a guarantee. It's it's no it's no risk because Caldwell, if you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free Damn. shipping by going to blueapron.com slash we draw. You tell me I could get I could get free bok choy and uh, and an associated meat yeah. for free. You sure can. Just you by get, going to blueapron.com slash we draw. Just by going to blueapron.com slash we draw. You get it for free. You just get to try it out. It's guaranteed. It's free. I give it a shot. Why don't you? <laughs> if you're on the fence, you know. 
Come on down off that fence. It's uncomfortable to sit on. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash we draw. You can do the last part. Oh, thank you. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Ah. <laughs> uh, ah. Uh. Well, Caldwell, we should really make our next move on to the, our second sponsor of the episode. Our second sponsor, by no means uh, second best in our book. We love them both equally. Yes. Uh, but it is, you're right, Nathan. The second sponsor is all about making our next move. Mm-hmm. So it's time to transition to talking about Squarespace. Yes. Where the hell else are you going to build a website? I, oof, I don't know. Think about it. I, 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 jeez, I hadn't even thought about it. Hold on. Wow. Where else would I go to build? I don't even know, man. Squarespace is, it's the, it's the place to go. I went to my friend Doug's house. He didn't know. He didn't know. Doug, Doug's supposed to be a computer whiz, but he didn't know. There's not like a blue website service where they just send you a computer programmer to your house that makes you one. (laughs) Squarespace is all we got. Squarespace is, it, it, it is that. It is that service. It's, it's yeah. you get you get it. You get to build the website yourself. They give you all the tools you need. Yeah, it is it's essentially like they're sending a man to your house, but the man doesn't have to come to your house. You don't have to care and feed a man. <laughs> Squarespace is all about making your next move. <laughs> and Squares- here's how Squares- you're going to do that. You don't have to care for and feed a man. <laughs> That's that's one of the main things they wanted us to emphasize, and that people keep calling them up. They're like, "Excuse mm-hmm. me, uh, I signed up for Squarespace, and uh, I, I'm kind of nervous about this man that's coming to my house to build this website for me." But it's, no, that's I, just how easy it's gonna feel. It's gonna hi, feel Squarespace, like Squarespace. Uh, where's my man? I'm I'm used to signing up for online services and I do have a stable of men that are working for me on various tasks but you did not send a man and you, that's the best part about Squarespace that's, no that's, man you don't need it you don't need a man you, you don't you need just, a man you just need yourself you're it, it whether Squarespace, you're a man or not exactly Squarespace is a tale of self-reliance because you can do it yourself yeah. they have beautiful award-winning designer templates mm. that are super easy to use uh, and you can make a beautiful website or online store with one of them uh, it's a great way to showcase your work whatever your work might be whether you're an artist a musician or you're starting a restaurant of some sort mm-hmm. um, you know maybe you have some sort of scam going where you've uh, you've purchased a lot of men yeah <laughs> maybe you've got maybe you've got a you've got to launder some men yeah you gotta you gotta wash your hand of of some men get get these men off your off your table you make make yourself a, a website on uh, on squarespace say that you're starting house of daniels.com say say that you've got all these men they're all daniels and you mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to get <laughs> gotta get them out. You gotta get them out. It's not human trafficking. It's not. They're getting paid. It's for sure not that. <laughs> they are sure they do come in a small box, but they oh, are getting no. paid, and they have a four hundred one k. They're salaried. They're, they're salaried. salaried. They go home at night. They they <laughs> they're all contortionists, so they can fit in the box. It's part of the. <laughs> they're all that guy from Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> it's part of the the theater of of the service, but. You know, if you want to make the website for that, you want to make it a good, nice-looking website, use Squarespace. 
Yeah, use Squarespace. Um, they also do domains. So if you're looking to lock down houseofdaniels.com, uh, I'm not sure if that's available. You might need to go with houseofdaniels.net or, or something like that. Squarespace um, is so easy to use. I can yeah. literally look up whether that domain is available while we speak. And if you're having trouble um, and none of your men can help you, uh, they've got 24-7 award-winning customer service. God, they've won so many awards. Houseofdaniels.com is unavailable, but houseofdaniels.net is available. Guys, we're getting that to you. We could claim it right now, but in our good graces, we're not. It's open. It's still it's, out there. Get it's it. open. Someone can snag that. Someone can snag the .net, the doc, the .org, the .me, or the .space. I didn't even know .space was a domain. Oh, that's a tight domain. That's a tight domain. .space. Houseofdaniels.space. Get it. Grab that fire domain right now. That sounds sweet. You can do it. You can do it. Make your next move. If you're ready to make your move and start your Daniel delivery service, start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code WEDRAW. And you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Wow. Now, feeding and clothing Daniels is very expensive, so you're going to need to save all the money you can. You're going to need to scrimp and save. <laughs> you're going to need to save. For for all those Daniels, you'll need to save as much as you can, you'll. <laughs> Go check out Squarespace. Again, that offer code is WEDRAW, and that's going to get you 10% off your first purchase. Uh, That's enough from us. We're going to get back to more of us. Hey. Bye. Hey, guys. We're back from our Bosch break. That was me (laughs) taking off the Cerebro Bosch Daniel helmet. I saw I saw every Daniel. Caldwell, I saw every Daniel at once. <laughs> I I had my Cerebosh on and it just shows me it just shows me episodes of Bosch, but I'm in the episode. <laughs> what are you doing? What's your character in the episode? Uh, I'm just I'm not a character in it. I'm just there. It's you're kind just of like there. you're just there sort of like what what are we doing here, guys? Yeah. Wow, Bosch! You re- oh. I hope you crack this one, Bosch. And it's a um, it's a Christmas Carol sort of situation where like they can't see me there. Oh, you're just shouting at them, but yeah, everyone's Which is ignoring great, you because I do get really hot and heavy and heated when I watch an episode of Bosch. <laughs> is there a ghost that is showing you around the world of Bosch? Um, yeah, it's trying to make you feel regret. It's Patrick Stewart. <laughs> it's Patrick Stewart mm-hmm. has taken you into. Bosch to show you what Bosch is like without you, which is what it's like <laughs> anyways. Wow. So that's what it'd be like if I watched Bosch. <laughs> this is what it would feel like if you watch. This is a world. Caldwell, I'm going to show you a world where you watched Bosch. <laughs> yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. And all of a sudden, he transports me there using his psychic abilities. And I'm I'm there watching myself watch an episode of Bosch. And it's me watching Bosch and being like, this is all right. And you turn, you turn to Patrick Stewart and you say, Patrick, are these the visions of things that will be <laughs> or things that might be? <laughs> and he just says. And he only, he points towards a grave and it's my grave. And it says, here lies Caldwell. He never watched Bosch. He never Bosch. watched Bosch. and then i wake up and i say you boy on the street is bosh available on amazon prime he's like the fuck are you talking about dude (laughs) 
Yeah, I probably. I don't know. According to all the billboards, it is. Yeah, season two just just dropped. <laughs> and then I flip him a giant coin, and he's like, "This is worthless. What? Yeah, what, what am I supposed it? to do with this giant coin? What? This what? is commemorative. Is this is this Hanukkah guilt? This is chocolate. <laughs> I'm, Even worse. I'm diabetic. I can't eat this. It's a pressed penny." <laughs> From the Smithsonian. <laughs> it's one of those, yeah. It's. <laughs> oh, man, I used to be all about a pressed penny. <laughs> For real? Yeah, I love putting it in the machine. Okay, well, that's fair. You, you turn the crank and it comes out all, all stretched and silly looking. It's fun because it's usually attached to some educational experience, but it is also defacement of government property. Right, it's, it's that. And also, I never remember the educational experience. I just remember uh, messing up a penny real good. You just like really fucking up a penny, because like especially as a child, coins have have all of this uh, this power associated yeah, with them. Totally. I mean, maybe not anymore. Maybe it's maybe it's all Venmo transactions or whatever the equivalent of uh, of coins are for the for the youth. <laughs> now I'm just picturing a, a penny crusher, but since nobody uses pennies anymore, it just crushes your credit card. It just crushes your credit card or your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just stick it. Just mom, I will. <laughs> I want to use the penny crusher. Well, you know we we uh, we don't have cash on me. All right, well, <laughs> just use your credit card then. <laughs> I mean, it, it does charge your card one cent, but it also destroys your card. Yeah, you also do have to get on the phone with your uh, with your credit card provider and get them to mail you a new one. But they're like, hey, oh, you put it in the penny crusher. <laughs> Yeah. Would you get a picture of an elephant on there? Uh, I'm I'm seeing a one cent charge on your card. Did you crush your card at the Air and Space Museum? Yeah, I did. We were on an eighth grade trip to Washington, D.C., uh, and I didn't have a penny on me, but I really wanted to remember the trip forever, so I did crush my credit card. <laughs> and I need to get it replaced because it is just a debit card that my parents gave me. Yes, and they will be pissed. <laughs> But think about the memories. Oh, such precious memories. I'll I'll look at that spaceship and I'll think, Air and Space Museum. (laughs) I did that once. I did. I went there. Nathan, speaking of of children being places. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Here it comes. Yeah. Okay. I sent out a tweet before we started recording Mm -hmm. via our Twitter, WSWD pod, um, asking for drawing suggestions. And a lot of wonderful people replied. And this person um, at the library, Chris, responded with this. Two 10-year-olds try to sneak into a movie using the trench coat trick, but the movie is only rated PG. Classic. 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 They, they over-prepared. Yeah, I like that. Not even PG-13, just PG. Uh, I like this one a lot because it reminded me of a, a joke. Uh, th- this is a fun, not a recurring segment, but a, a segment mm-hmm. that I like uh, that I'm introducing I don't have a name for it yet, but okay. the idea is that I, it's an. This suggestion reminded me of an idea I've had before. Yeah, um, but I could never crack. Oh, maybe we call it cracking it with Caldwell. I like that. Caldwell's cracks. Caldwell. Caldwell's crack. Yeah. <laughs> Caldwell's um, so the idea, crack. Nathan, that I'm I'm presenting was that basically it was two kids uh, doing trying to do the trench coat trick, mm-hmm. but they were trying to sneak into a trench coat store. <laughs> So it's I just like two that. kids standing on each other's shoulders, right? And they're they're like, you you under you see why we need you see why we need one of these. 
<laughs> right. I guess the problem with this joke is that why would the trench coat store prevent two children from entering? Unless it was like an 18 plus. Maybe it's trench coats and porn. Trench coats and porn is a good. Yeah. I, mean, I think those two mm. products go together because what are you going to carry all your porn in? Nice big trench coat. <laughs> trench coats and skin flicks. <laughs> Hello, sir. I would like to enter your trench coat and porn store, please. And it's like, you're clearly two kids on each other's shoulders. It's like, damn it. Father <laughs> can get a trench coat. Yeah. This is the only <laughs> store that sells trench coats in this town. <laughs> I told you we should have gone to the trench coat store first. <laughs> it's a really hot day. <laughs> Uh, oh god well call i do like this segment because uh it's always fun to watch someone relive their past failures sure yeah see where i've i've reached for the stars yeah and found only uh dust i guess but i do like the idea of the kids they already have their trench coat and they're trying yeah. to they're trying to sneak into this movie Trying to sneak into a thing you don't have to sneak into, just sort of like acting suspicious mm-hmm. in situations where you don't even, you don't need to be. Yeah. I mean, are they trying to save money on tickets? Is that it? Or are they just very good buds? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're just like, they've been, they've been going to R-rated movies. They've been sneaking uh-huh. into R-rated movies for so long. Yeah. And they just, they really wanted to see Boss Baby. Yeah. And they, that's just how they're used to going to see movies <laughs> so they like that's the experience for them and they don't they don't even know how to go see a, a movie regular style they're already they're already known at the movie place as that strangely walking tall person you know what it is maybe they've got a regal cinema's reward card mm. and they're not going to recognize them if you try to present that reward card as just you know timmy tiny boy they're not going to accept it. But if you go as uh, Daniel Largeman. <laughs> yeah, they're, I do. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're sneaking into the theater as a as an adult because they want to keep getting the rewards on their card. And if exactly. if one of those kids uses that that fake adults reward card, the jig is up. <laughs> it's true. They're in it for the long con. They. Yeah. You know, they're committed when they're in the movie theater. They're one tall person. Mm hmm. I love this trope. It's my favorite trope. I don't think it's been done to death yet, but like it's definitely everywhere. But I just, it's such a pure conceit. It's one of the classic goofs, I would say. And I hope it never dies. It is it is a classic goof. It, it has staying power. I don't think it's ever mm-hmm. going away. Well, Nathan, um, why, don't you, why don't you rattle off what we got so far and see if if anything uh, tickles my brain. Here's the thing, Caldwell. We went so fast this episode, I wrote down some idea starters that we never even really uh, dove into. Oh, this is great. Super deep. For example, uh, Cerebro for other things. Ooh, yeah. I do like the idea of using it purely for like Wikipedia or something like that. I mean, it's a, it's a great sort of um, polling mechanism. Like if you mm. want to... If you want to get consensus on, like, say, a uh, a group food order. Yeah. Wait, I, now I'm just picturing Professor X. You know that kind of famous panel of him being like, come, my X-Men. Yeah. Where he's touching his forehead. I, it's just him. It's just Professor X being like, I'm ordering wings. Does anyone want wings? <laughs> Does anyone oh, want God. wings? There's a price break. If I order more than 50 <laughs> wings, is it worth it? I can't eat all of them. Would anyone want them if I ordered? That's the, I don't know if you saw Logan, but I think that's what the Westchester incident is in, <laughs> in was, the film. <laughs> he ordered He ordered way too many wings. 
<laughs> X-Men, I've ordered too many chicken wings. <laughs> I need you to help me eat these. They're way <laughs> too spicy. <laughs> uh, what other ideas do we have, Nathan? Um, other things you can do instead of cursing. Uh, okay. One of them is just saying a, a name. Right. Are there are there other things? Are there other things is always the question here. Mm-hmm. Are there other possibly more visual things you can do instead of cursing? Oh, my Bosch. I don't know. <laughs> I think I just want to uh, use Bosch as, a, as my primary curse word now. Uh, well, that maybe maybe we pivot then. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe we make a, a Bosch comic and we say uh, <laughs> other things you can do with Bosch besides watch it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's infinite possibilities when it comes... In- infinite Bosch abilities. <laughs> when it comes to our good friend Bosch. Uh, I don't know. Nathan, I'm, I'm stumped. And uh, it, usually Bosch is such a, a primary source of inspiration for me. Mm-hmm. But I just don't... I, I think the well is dried up. Do you have anything? you have any thoughts? Do you have any Bosch thoughts? Well, my, my favorite... My favorite Bosch theme thing we came up with was a. Uh, it would it would be a much sillier comic that I don't mm-hmm. know uh, how funny it would be to people sure. who have not listened to this episode. Yes. but I sort of like just no context, just uh, an Ebenezer Scrooge type person <laughs> in the the final act of uh, the ghosts. Yeah, just with with a with a Grim Reaper standing and and pointing at a grave, and it just says. Here lies this person. They never watched Bosch, and they just look so <laughs> sad. Is there something I'm trying to? Th- I'm trying to unravel this because I love it. I love the idea of that punchline. He never watched Bosch. He never watched Bosch. Yeah. The this uh, Bosch fan's worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> he never got around to seeing Bosch. A person who's been curious about Bosch. I'll get around to watching Bosch eventually, he said. <laughs> Spirit, tell me. <laughs> I love the idea of very specific comics for Bosch fans. <laughs> B- Bosch fans will get these. Yeah, only Bosch fans. Sorry. If you're not a Bosch fan, then get the Bosch out. <laughs> Can we do that? Just do like... <laughs> Market the comic, like when we tweet about it, just very aggressively be like, this comic is for Bosch fans only. (laughs) If you're not on the Bosch train, then get the Bosch off. (laughs) Wait a Bosch darn minute. (laughs) Slow your roll there, Bosch. Bosch. Who's the Bosch? Who is the Bosch? I like the, all right, what's the perfect piece of Bosch content? (laughs) <laughs> if we're like doing if we're doing Bosch specific humor for our audience right we're, we're as as people who have never seen Bosch or yeah. particularly know anything about it what what is there about Bosch <laughs> what about Bosch what about Bosch um, what I know about Bosch, Nathan, is that it's a gray-headed man <laughs> that kind of is looking at the screen. Yeah, he, but like intently, and he's got his mm-hmm. arms, he's got his sleeves rolled up, and uh, he's. Do you want me to, I don't know what. Should I read line of work? The Wikipedia he's in? description, no. or should we keep no. it pure? No, don't no. <laughs> okay, all right. No. Sorry, sorry. This is on the Bosch advertising campaign to convey what Bosch is about. 
and Bosch is about a, a, a dramatically lit, gray-headed man who, yeah. is, who is very serious about whatever his profession is. Is he looking at us? Are we on the ground? Is he, like, are, are we... Are we beneath him? Just waking up, or is he, like, leaning over to kiss us? Maybe he's leaning over to kiss us. We're the primary fascination for Mr. Bosch. Mm-hmm. Could we just do a comic about what we think Bosch is about? <laughs> <laughs> as long as we can still um when we post it say this comic yeah. is for bosch fans only bosch fans only others need not read <laughs> avert your eyes <laughs> lest you be bosch um yeah what okay so he's so what what happens on an episode of bosch probably right, let's let's you yeah. know what no let's role play it okay. um I'll be you. You can play Bosch, and I'll play Bosch's assistant, who is there's another man that I see in the promo sometime. Uh, uh, other Bosch, not Bosch, not Bosch, say. Bosch, and not mm. Bosch. Okay, yeah. Okay, let me get into character real quick. All right, you, you, okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, you get that Bosch mindset? Yeah, I'm. I'm Bosch. <laughs> I am Bosch. Bosch, is that you? Who else would be standing here looking so intently? God damn it, you always have all the answers, Bosh. What do you think we got this time? Uh, it looks like someone got boshed. <laughs> and I'm the only Bosh in this town with the Bosh to stop it. <laughs> what do you want for lunch, Bosh? Uh, Bosh egg and cheese. I didn't have breakfast, so... So we, in our mind, Bosch is just a detective who only speaks in Bosch puns about his own name. They're not puns. He uses them like Smurfs. He just replaces a word with them. Oh, yeah. They're not. It's they're, true. These are not cleverly placed in, in the place of words that sound like Bosch. The answer I was looking for was Kiyobosh's, by the way. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh, I'm pretty hot on this Bosch comic by two people that have never seen Bosch. Mm-hmm. Do we want to explore any other ideas? Uh, the other idea that I thought was really fun yeah. was the snake eating its own tail comic. Oh, damn. I do like that, too, though. Yeah. Well, Caldwell, the good news is yeah. our very next episode is the much-anticipated redemption episode. Holy shit. Yeah. We've gotten some some great emails from mm -hmm. people uh, to our email address, wswdshow at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, suggesting redemptions for us to do if you have one essentially what we're doing for our next episode is we're going to take a bunch of old ideas we've had uh and you know take another look at them old ideas that were they were right on the cusp that we liked we just maybe liked another idea a little bit more so if you've got a suggestion um i'll probably tweet out something about it too but if you've got a suggestion for something you'd like to see us revisit i know we nathan and i both have some personal favorites we're hoping to to take another look at, just let us know, uh, wswdshow at gmail.com or uh, wswdpod. Um, Nathan, it does seem like we've got two ideas that we're pretty pretty hot about, pretty boshed up about. I'm, I'm pretty um, boshed up about both of these ideas. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think we'll have to leave this one a mystery. I think so. Um, but yeah, get excited. You will have one of these two comics coming your way very shortly. Uh, oh, in, in the meantime, uh, hey, why don't you rate and review our show on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Nate, we, we actually uh, we, we reached a milestone on iTunes. Oh, yeah? We crossed 200 reviews. Wow. Yeah. 200, 200 ratings. 200, uh, yeah, we have 206 five-star ratings, which is insane. Wow. 
Thanks, guys. It's insane. It's so cool. But guess what? What? I hunger still. The I thought I would be satisfied with 200. It just makes mm-hmm. me want more. I, I will not rest until I have all the stars, until I've devoured the heavens themselves, Nathan. Mm-hmm. I want to read this very nice review. Uh, we got a lot of great ones. Um, a, a great one from Inspector Pepper. Okay. Another great one from C. Trigger Happy. Uh, th- this one references a previous episode, which I like. It's from Kitchen NG, and it says, This podcast deserves one star for every tree on the planet. Even the secret ones. Aww. A lot of great stuff. I, I love everyone that reviews the show. Um, if you review the show, we might read your comment out aloud on the next episode because we like doing that. Yeah, we do. Also, um, in addition to redemption episodes, uh, please just send us suggestions for what you want us to draw. You can do that at wswdshow at gmail.com. Um, of course, check out whatshouldwedraw.com to see the finished drawing from each week's show. Uh, again, this week's potential drawings are, uh, Nathan, you want to recap those? Uh, what, what happens on Bosch as drawn by two people who have never seen Bosch? Yes. Or a snake that is embarrassed because it's eating his own tail and he, he, he talks like this and he says, Ooh, Ooh, I'm so embarrassed. Don't blame me. I, I just, I'm so tasty. Yum yum yum! It just keeps happening to me. <laughs> it it just keeps going around and around. I go. <laughs> so one of those two ideas, we're gonna leave it at that. Thank you so much for for listening. We will talk to y'all soon. And until then, Nathan. Y- yes. I think I know what we should draw. I think I know what we should bosh. <laughs> Good bosh. Good bosh. That was a HeadGum Podcast.